Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 416. It is Thursday as I am recording this here in Cincinnati. We have sunshine coming in through the windows. The snow and ice from last week's storm is starting to melt finally, and we are headed towards the Super Bowl (laughs) this weekend. I can't begin today's podcast without a huge shout out to our local team, our hometown team of the Bengals that have actually, after 30 years, made it back into the Super Bowl. So there's a lot of energy moving through the city right now, and it's exciting. It's really exciting. So I begin with that. Let's bring home a win to the Bengals, and even if not, like, wow. Wow, has it been fun to go through this adventure of the last few weeks. Okay, we are titling today's episode, Check One Two. (laughs) Check One Two, Check One Two which is what my husband has been saying with me into this microphone for the past few weeks as we have tried to figure out how to make it work. Well, actually, this is a new mic. I don't know if you can see it, but we've upgraded a little bit while I'm waiting for my podcast one to arrive. Um, it has been quite the journey. And, and so the title check one two is just a laugh at myself and technology and the way that we can allow ourselves to fall into patterns of force and effort and pushing and striving (laughs) and all of the things that have been my reality for the last few weeks. So I arrived today way more relaxed, um, maybe not fully surrendering, but definitely more surrendered (laughs) than I have been in a little while. And it's all starting to work, which is how things flow when we allow flow instead of effort so we're gonna unpackage that a little bit today and and I trust you must have matches if you are (laughs) sitting in this space with me there must be a resonance so I um, am curious to see how this all goes all right let's let's begin actually how do I want to begin Let's begin with talking about the Gene Keys, and it doesn't matter if you know about the Gene Keys or read the Gene Keys or <laughs> are uh, you know, familiar with that. There is a powerful frequency and vibration in the work that is called the Gene Keys by Richard Rudd, which I've talked about often in this podcast space. There's a powerful vibration of truth and beauty and universal knowing (laughs) that is held in that work and so just by what I'll share now you'll have a a sense of what is happening in that space and maybe this is a nudge to check out the book or the website or sign up for one of his courses um, or just to get your hologenetic profile done for free online and and look at it like a birth chart an astrological birth chart just look at it and and feel into the words that you see on that page 
So in the work of Richard Redd, he, he has downloaded just a beautiful mystery that he has translated through words and created so much content. There's so many videos. But what I would like to share today, so I am in this um, four-month course. <laughs> it's not really a structured course in the sense of, you know, I'm getting check marks as I go and grades. It's a pathway that he has created to guide us into our own prosperity individually. And then because there are so many thousands of people who are doing it together, there's this collective strength and emphasis added to what we're looking at that creates a community prosperity, that creates a, a collective shift because of the focus we're all putting on it. So what I will speak to is my own experience and where we're at right now, which completely ties into technology, even though it doesn't seem like it would. So the prosperity idea is that prospering means everyone, ourselves individually, the communities, the relationships we're in, the world in general, our relationship with the planet, all of that is prospering, not just one part of it. And so prosperity is this way of looking at the energy that's moving between all things. And, and when we allow prosperity for ourselves, the way he describes it, it moves through us and then goes out and is shared with all of those around us. And I've talked about this a couple times in the space. So in the course, we have worked through four specific gene keys out of the 11 that everyone has in their individual profile. And in those four gene keys, we've looked at the life work that we're here to do. Are we in alignment with our vocation? We've looked at the culture, the people that most serve us, and the structure of community work or individual work that most serves us. And then we looked at the brand, how it is we communicate our frequency. How do we transmit our message out through vibration to the world? And he talks so much in there about voice and sound which the whole time I was like, oh my gosh, this is my podcast. This is the way that I emanate my words, my, my frequency out into the world is through this podcast, among other things. And then this last one is called the pearl. And the pearl is, from what I understand of it, like the mystery that brings it all together, the, the core energy that sits inside of each one of us that... It just radiates your soul and your truth. And when you are in alignment with that, the culture, the vocation, the brand, it's all, it's all prospering. It's all flowing. My gene key for the pearl is 34, and I'm aligned too. And so what it talks about is force is the shadow. So when I'm in resistance and fear and doubt, I'm using force to make things happen the story of my life <laughs> when I step out of that fear and doubt and I move into my gift of the 34 the gift is strength and it's to me I understand it as like strength of knowing strength of character strength of will strength of alignment like the strength of the water when it's flowing downstream it just carries you and then the city, the mastery of that gene key is majesty. And he talks about the majesty of nature, how there's just 
there's just flow and creation and birthing and cycles and death and like there's just this movement of energy that is majestic and you don't think about it or force it or effort it into being it just is it just is flowing through you and he describes that also connected to water and the movement of water and um, and I like to think of that majesty as flow so we started the pearl sequence this week uh, well really I guess on Sunday Monday when he transfers our our uh, online course but we started with the actual discussion webinar on Tuesday so <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that was moving in my reality until I arrived into that webinar on Tuesday to receive his message of you got to surrender you got to just allow it to move through you you can't force this pearl energy you can't activate it you simply have to rest in exactly where you are and trust in the divine timing that will bring through this pearl this gift of your prosperity <laughs> so I have been doing that without realizing I was moving my way towards that on Tuesday and and so giving you the framework of what I'm focusing on spiritually energetically in my consciousness with this pearl retreat will help you see how um, I assume will help you see how all that has been happening up until now has been to show me my shadow to show me where I've been forcing to show me where I've been trying to make something happen that clearly is not in divine timing yet that thing would be my documentary <laughs> that thing would be redoing my website to prepare for my partners in the documentary you know that efforting <laughs> has been everything I have been focused on pretty much since the year started which instead of shaming myself as I've tr as I've been doing and I've been trying not to do when I was in the webinar I just had this sense of oh of course of course that's how it's been playing out and it's perfect so let's not judge and evaluate the process but just surrender to the process and so I trust my example um, shows you something that relates to your journey also and you'll be able to make the connections and bring through the I guess the feeling of uh, compadre is the word I want to use <laughs> solidarity it's not just you by yourself going through it there are many of us who are feeling and experiencing the same things and when we when we isolate or don't share or bring all of that judgment into ourselves then we believe that there must be something wrong with us because we can't figure it out and everybody else seems to have it figured out and so where's our error how did we not get the memo or the skills to be able to move through whatever we're struggling with i feel like sharing of stories and sometimes even really specific details of how something is playing out in our lives serves because we all are living in the details we all are sitting in deep stories with, I'm assuming, maybe not everybody, but I would believe many. We are in our stuff and feeling it and looping in it and creating patterns that keep us stuck in it. And so I believe when, when we feel safe sharing and trusting that what we share is serving another, I feel like we get a 
a bonding or a it's like the best of community you're not by yourself alone in the woods you are you are in a conversation or in an energy space with someone else who has a match to what you're experiencing and then we start to find how one person's story informs our story and how our story informs their story and those common threads those overlapping weaving elements help us step out of the pattern help us step out of the fear and the doubt and the limitation help us step out of the shadow and into the gift and so that's why i share all of this with you <laughs> because i know i'm not alone <laughs> i know i know there are many who have struggled with the technology that i'm going to share with you so <laughs> oh technology <laughs> so i have a dad who is brilliant at technology. He has devoted his whole career to it. He's also an Aquarius. He was born um, two days before me and many years before me. So we share a lot of similarities and I don't get a lot of what he just innately understands. So this year for Christmas, my husband decided to give me a computer, a new laptop, because most, if not all of my laptops have been gifts from my father that have been you know, cleaned up, <laughs> but they're older and they've worked great. And my son got a laptop last year and it's so fast and it has all of these graphics for his gaming. And I've been a little envious <laughs> of how cool his laptop is. He paid for it himself, which is so badass. So I decided I need to look at computers, but I'm not going to commit. Well, my husband bought one for me for Christmas. And there was a big debate as we were going through that. Do we do Windows 11 or Windows 10? And my dad has been adamant, like Windows 11 has a lot of bugs. It's not time yet. Don't buy it yet. You're going to create a lot of headache for yourself. It's a whole new skill or a whole new software platform you're going to have to learn. And I, with much confidence, <laughs> decided I knew more than my dad. <laughs> and so I took a leap of faith. I'm like, yes, let's get the 11. Windows 11 is going to be great. But I'm bump. <laughs> like I have been trying to figure things out mostly getting it it's taken so much time to figure out this laptop which i love because it's fast and the graphics are so cool and the sound is good and it's pretty and it's new and it's mine <laughs> so it's been this whole thing and i have had my new computer with windows 11 on one side of my desk and my old computer with windows 10 on the other side of my desk and trying to go back and forth until i get the softwares all moved over and upgraded and moving hard drives, external hard drives, back and forth. I've always, since I started my business, and I don't really know why, but it's just been what I've done, I haven't saved um, any of the documents and creations that I've made on my hard drive, on my computer hard drive. I've always had external hard drives and made backups and mostly <laughs> kept up with the backups, kinda. <laughs> the last one I made was October of 2020. So, of course, my hard drive crashed um, the day after my birthday, the day after I used my new software, <laughs> new video camera. What I thought was a working mic that wasn't even connected, apparently, to the video camera. <laughs> All this great stuff I've been creating, and I go to make my video, and my hard drive crashes. Corruption. So, <laughs> we were able to recover it using a Mac. And then I had to back up all the data, 
So much of my time over the last two weeks has been spent on storing data, looking at my files, going back through content, trying to organize, trying to move software and upgrade software and adjust to this higher uh, quality or level of technology and rushing and pushing myself through it because all I wanted to do was work on the documentary. All I wanted to do was you know, create the stuff for my website and, and get the frequency and the energy right so I could get this proposal going. And the, the main momentum for this, which feels important to say because I think we all have, I shouldn't use all statements, I think many of us have self-imposed or guided deadlines of plans in our lives, like we want to get married by a certain age or have children by a certain age or reach a career threshold by a certain age. And, and so there's this effort and striving and doing to meet these self-imposed deadlines. And for me, the documentary needed to start in June of this year because there's a festival for one of the chapters that happens in June in Germany. And so if I'm going to make a documentary this year, I need to be in June for the festival because that's where the energy was anchored and that's where I need to be. And so in my mind, the documentary would start the middle of June and then I'd have three different segments and it would wrap up by the end of October. And I would be traveling quite a bit of that time, which requires logistics and coordination with all of the COVID requirements and hotels and, you know, crews of people to do the film, like stuff. And in my heart, in my head, I was like, oh, I can do it. <laughs> I got this. I can totally do that. And right now I can't look at it because I'm trying to recover my data and I'm trying to understand how to make a microphone work that I can't figure out how to make it work. <laughs> so. I was striving and pushing and so frustrated and tired because I was against my own energy flow. I would meditate, make a list, and then get sidetracked by something and go off my list, which I should know never works. When, when I flow through my agenda for the day, there's a reason that my soul is showing me that. And I would make lists and cross them off and move them around. And, nothing was getting done and my podcast that I was so excited about had terrible sound because the microphone wasn't working because I never spent the time even with all the help from my husband I never spent the time to look at the manual for the video camera which clearly said adjust the settings <laughs> in the video camera it has nothing to do with a microphone <laughs> figured that one out yesterday <laughs> which is why Check one, two, check one, two. I am trusting from all the testing I've been doing that the sound is fabulous and you are going to feel, you'll feel the frequency that I have been resting into. So I did a podcast last week called Signy or Signs, patting myself on the back about how I'm paying attention to the signs and realizing, you know, everything is in flow because I'm trusting all these things that are happening. <laughs> and then on Sunday, my hard drive crashed again. The brand new one I had just bought and backed up and I couldn't recover it this time. Uh, luckily, I'd made another backup that was of the same day, so I didn't lose all my data, but I lost a brand new external hard drive. So I... I felt like I got 
punched in the stomach a little bit and hit on the head <laughs> all at the same time. And all I could think about was my podcast about signing your signs and wondering, like, what is the sign here? Knowing in my head, because I could hear it, that the sign was to slow down and being very frustrated and disappointed because I didn't want to slow down. I wanted to do the travel and the documentary this year because, because there was this sense of the world needs this energy. The, the love that I know is sitting in these places needs to be brought to the surface or brought out into consciousness. And, and I know how to do it and I need to go do it. And why am I here? doing these other things that are not, in my opinion, <laughs> in my mind last week, are not as important, are not as significant as the work I feel I'm here to actually gift and do and be. Of course, at the same time, I'm watching Matteo Stefano doing his life's purpose work, completing his arc of his journey. And it was just so, oh, it was so painful. It was so, um, it was so sad. I was so disappointed when that thumb drive, external drive was corrupt. I, I just knew like, this is a sign that you cannot ignore anymore. Something is wrong and you have to slow down and look at what's happening. So that was Sunday night, <laughs> Sunday afternoon. So Monday morning, I wake up at five o'clock laying in bed in the dark, my husband's sleeping. <laughs> My mind is like, figure it out. What is happening here? You have to look at this and, and trust, trust that there is something shifting and, and you're not in alignment yet. The divine timing is not right yet. So take your foot off the gas pedal and just allow, allow. So we get up, we go to the gym, we go from the gym to Staples to buy two new external hard drives. <laughs> the guy's telling me, I've never heard of them crashing. I don't know why they're crashing. <laughs> Do you want to know why? I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to give you a technology tip from my dad, <laughs> which I said to him, like, how did I not know this before? It's like one of those basics that maybe everybody knew. I somehow missed the memo on it. <laughs> Apparently, here's a technology tip from Guy's Love from hard learned experience and expense because external hard drives are not cheap. <laughs> so when you plug in an external hard drive to your computer, the computer has to release it in order for the data to be fully sent to the external hard drive. There's a little button at the bottom of your PC <laughs> that when you click on it says eject, <laughs> eject the hard drive. When you click on that, the computer does the work so that the data doesn't get corrupt and your hard drive doesn't crash. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so that is what I learned from my dad. And um, <laughs> I'm very grateful because I think he saved me a lot of money. As fast as I was moving and pulling those hard drive USB ports in and out and going between the two computers, <laughs> I think I probably would have lost a hard drive a week and my dad saved me from all of that. So <laughs> I now share that with you just in case someone needs to hear it. I, I pass along the savings, <laughs> the savings of frustration and effort and time and money and oh, right tension. <laughs> so that is my computer tip of the day. IT tip. <sighs> so 
so where am I going with this? Um, what I love about being in alignment with our soul and our purpose and having these built-in structures or uh, containers around us that keep us in alignment even when we are forcing or efforting. I had met this woman in the Gene Keys work who is so beautiful. I feel like she's just this angel. And her name is Lucy. She's based overseas, I think in the Netherlands. And we had agreed after one of the community calls, there was just a click of knowing that soul to soul thing that happens. And we agreed to have a session with each other. And so my session was scheduled for Monday after several times of us moving the schedule and shifting dates. So I have all this emotion and energy and grief and frustration knowing I'm going to need to change the dates and slow my work down to be able to create what I need to. Get on the call with her and I had been kind of teary that morning, which, you know, wasn't my usual. And she said, is there anything that you are having tension with that you would like to look at today? And I started crying, snotty crying and cried through the entire session <laughs> and all of this energy moved she was so incredible at holding me steady and witnessing back to me what she was hearing me say and guiding me through this beautiful energy exercise to talk to the little girl in me who wanted to tell stories and and wasn't heard and you know, everyone was busy. There wasn't time to sit and listen to the stories that she wanted to tell. And so I was able to have this beautiful listening, witnessing of a part of myself and my story that, you know, I hadn't been in touch with or had kept really tiny and small and hidden because there was so much disappointment and pain there. And it was amazing. It was amazing. So we finished the session and I just sat for a while and wrote and journaled and and realized, you know, for for this work that I do that is called infinite embodiment, the infinite soul in the human body, there is a balance or a flow between uh, doing, creating, moving the actions forward that I want to check off my list before I go back to source and say here here's all the stuff that I created and experienced to bring back to you there's a balance also in being and feeling and and energetically shifting and realigning and I know this from my work I do this all the time for others I hold this in my community space and I have beautiful friends who support me and help me through these moments. But in this particular time, with the shift that I was making internally, this woman gifted me with exactly the resources and support that I needed. And it was amazing. So I'll see if she's doing sessions open for anyone. And I'll put a link to her work. Um, in the description so that you can meet her and see who she is and then the next day so I slowed down I slowed way down on Monday I spent most of the day organizing my two hard drives <laughs> careful oh I didn't know then about taking them in or out I just learned that yesterday now I don't take a drive in or out without first pushing the button to say thank you please eject 
but at the time I didn't know that. So that was Monday. Tuesday, again, I'm in the details, sharing these details with you because that is life. That is, that is how we come to places of grace and forgiveness and alignment. It's, it's through going into all the layers of what is here. And, you know, that is what we call shadow work or what I call a, through the Gene Keys lens, like looking at my shadow and, and discovering how it informs and guides the gift that I'm here to contribute. So on Tuesday, I paused. I sat down for meditation and journaling and my beautiful friend, Jan, sent me a whole bunch of messages about my solar return, which is looking at your birth chart astrologically through the lens of from your birthday this year, what does the next year look like? So I've decided, because it was so powerful and so rich with wisdom and magic and guidance, like it was so good, I've decided that the birthday trifecta, this is what I'm calling it, <laughs> the birthday trifecta is to do a birthday energy session with me because that's my genius, one of my geniuses, to do a solar return astrological reading with Jan because holy wow, holy wow, and then to do a virtual acupuncture session with Andrea Henkels because it integrates everything that you shift energetically and look at energetically for your birthday. So I'm calling it the birthday trifecta and I know it works beautifully because I just did it <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> I had my virtual acupuncture, was it last, I think it was just last week, I had my virtual acupuncture with Andrea and oh my gosh, like so much. I feel like the work I've been doing over the last week has been because of that alignment that she's able to, right? Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like all these, oop, I hit the mic. All these pieces like line up and then flow through. It's magic. So I've decided birthday trifecta. It's a huge, beautiful, huge, huge is comparatively relative. <laughs> it's $555 and it's all three of those beautiful gifts to yourself. So I'm going to create some stuff on my website and, and share about that. But I'm naming it here because I can see how those three elements together have positioned me for this next year in a really grounded, clear, relaxed, trusting um, blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. feels so good. So Jan's words were amazing and, and were reinforced or, um, validated through conversations I've been having through videos. I've been guided to watch through the work of the jinkies pearl in yesterday's webinar or Tuesday's webinar. There have been so many synchronicities, signs, <laughs> not the big signier signs, but lots and lots of signs that have reinforced the message that has been coming through of surrender. One of the things that Jan and Andrea both said to me this week, which I love, is you have gotten caught in a loop of 3D linear time. You are putting, anchoring, 
a date into your mind and then trying to accomplish everything to meet that date. And that that is not flow. I I don't believe and I'm I haven't been experiencing that it's flow. And so why don't you let go of linear time? Why not surrender to the knowing that this is the this is, <laughs> let me say it again. <laughs> Ooh, squirmy. This is the thing that I am most delighted about in my work, in the soul gifts that I get to share with the world. It's to go and create this documentary, to uh, lead that energy into bigger festivals and, and watch and witness and hold space for the healing that is going to flow through humanity, through Source Gaia's co-creation at each of those locations around the world. It's already happening. It's already anchored in. That is the thing that I know I will complete before this journey and this lifetime is over. And so why stress over when? Why push and struggle and strive <laughs> to make it happen? Because my mind says it needs to be by this date. So just surrender. And that is what I have been leaning into. <laughs> Again, I don't, I try to not talk in absolutes. I would not say I'm fully surrendered. There's a small part of me that's like, oh, but wouldn't it be great if it happens? What if, <laughs> what if some magical thing shifts? And then, but I'm allowing that it's already, it's already in the energy field of Gaia. It's already in my vortex, as Abraham Hicks would say. And, and I'm just allowing and trusting and making <laughs> my to-do list in the morning and actually doing the things that are on my to-do list, not venturing off into all the other things that my ego wants to create and check off you know, some mind-based list that doesn't really serve me. So yesterday, I actually looked at the manual for the video camera. <laughs> I spent some time testing the videos and trying on different things to see what actually works where you can hear the sound in stereo <laughs> where the video and the everything just seems to flow like how do I do that <laughs> and guess what I figured it out <laughs> and it didn't even take that long because it was on my list of things that needed to get done yesterday <laughs> check check one two <laughs> so I am trusting that the sound is better there was also a beautiful um a beautiful thing that Richard Rudd was saying about in one of the webinars I've been watching, I've been going back now through the ones that I didn't keep up with because I was so busy working with technology, trying to get my documentary proposal started, that I wasn't keeping up with all the stuff in the Gene Keys course. So I've gone back and I started listening to some of the content and again, and one of the things he was saying was that the, the frequency, the vibration of your voice is transmitting your authenticity, your truth, your vibration out into the world. And I know that, and, and I feel like I'm in strong alignment with that, and that my truth comes through in the frequency of what I share. And I can also feel how having the microphone now working <laughs> emanates my frequency more clearly, instead of all the muffled sound of the last two episodes of it not working. One of the 
elements that I was really struggling with in trying to create the podcast episodes the last two weeks has been softening the sound of the intro and the outro because they were so clear and recorded on my phone and, you know, powerfully sending this message out and then you would come to this really soft whispering (laughs) video content audio that didn't match and so I was trying to juggle the sound equalizers and that didn't work and so what I realized yesterday is I need to re-record the intro and the outro sitting in my new podcast space with my microphone with the backdrop in the energy of what I am now creating from and and have it all be one synchronous synchronous synchronized uh, seamless vibration the whole way through and so that's what I did this morning I sat here and recorded the new intro and outro and it's it's little pieces like that it's the the attention to the details when we have the time and the spaciousness to be with all of it instead of rushing and just trying to use what I had before and you know I I feel like there's a new intro video sequence that wants to be shared or new images or and I want to be able to play with that you know for those who watch this on YouTube another big one for me, since we were still talking about the podcast here and, you know, up-leveling energy and frequency, one of the things that I have been investing quite a bit of my time in, even when I felt like I should be doing the documentary work, (laughs) I would keep getting called to Gaia's love and keep coming back. I started a spreadsheet a while ago with all of the different major platforms that are used for podcasts and the way I have done mine is probably not as efficient as other people (laughs) but it's been working and I just don't feel like learning a whole new platform yet maybe eventually I'll hire someone and hand it over but right now like I like my hands on it and I like knowing it's the same way (laughs) that it works well and so I use SoundCloud for my RSS feed and SoundCloud sends to a lot of places, but it's not hooked into all the different platforms. And so there's some manual work to be done to actually sync up all of the platforms. And so I've slowly over the last couple of months been going through the list and contacting support at each of the places and making sure the RSS feed worked. And it's just a lot of behind the scenes technology work that is tedious and also it feels so good when when I have another platform that now is broadcasting guys love (laughs) so I would like to welcome to this community anyone who has found me in the last week from Castbox from Deezer Deezer I think that's how you say it Uh, Castro and Ghana Ghana in India welcome to any of my friends new friends who are joining me from around the world And so I've been able to sit with each of those platforms and take the time and link up the technology so that the pathways are in place for the frequency to go wider, the broadcast to go wider. And and that's work I I can do. It takes a little time, but I can actually do it and and it's so important. 
Why was I talking about that? I guess it was to welcome, yeah, it was to welcome the new listeners, but I thought there was something else I was reflecting on. I think it's the slowing down, you know, like actually slowing down to look at how I can expand the energy and the capacity of what I'm doing without, without relying on other people to do it, but not having it take a lot of time. When I do that now, every new episode automatically goes to all of those places. Um, so it's exciting. <laughs> it's really exciting. If you are listening to me through one of those new platforms, hi, and so glad you're here. And maybe send me a little note to tell me that you found me because I expanded the platform space because that feels really good to me. All right, um, a couple other quick things I wanted to share and then we'll wrap up. One of the ways that I self-soothe, um, is that, I guess that's the word I want. One of the ways that my soul keeps me in alignment with my highest trajectory and soothes me when I feel force and effort wanting to guide my day my soul loves music my human ears love music my heart delights in music and over the course of my life music has evolved and changed and some days i feel like i want to jam like tuesday on the gym call i put on van morrison the healing has begun so good classic song but then i'll finish that and i'll be listening to an instrumental or an east forest or you know, it just moves, it changes all the time. There has been an album that has just been released a week or two ago, maybe, maybe three weeks, by East Forest. It's called In, I-N, I-N, In. And it's a, what did he call it? A soundtrack for the psychedelic practitioner. Um, it has been profound for me. And I share it because, for a few reasons. I share it because the, the purity of what he is transmitting feels so important for the shadow work that I believe is going to continue happening this month. Astra Butterfly sent out an article that I read and she said, this is the most intense month of the year. I tend to believe astrologers <laughs> when they say stuff like that. <laughs> and I've been feeling it, I've been feeling it. And this album holds such a pure vibration that I, I feel like it's a beautiful way to guide yourself through those moments of doubt or fear or the belief that you're by yourself and no one else could understand or connect with what you're saying. That, that album unifies it. It, um, it, brings you, it brings me in to myself and to my own journey and my own process but it also has me feel like I'm in a community because he recorded it in a community. And you can, I can feel the collective group that was gathering with him. It's in the music. And so it's this beautiful gift that he has given to humanity that I believe more people should be aware of. It's an incredibly pure, beautiful frequency. So I'll put a link to that also in the description. The other thing that feels significant about this album, 
A lot of the work that East Forest does and talks about is his work with mushrooms, with psilocybin, and the healing qualities, and his creations that he specifically names with the word psychedelics in the album title are a, a gift back from what he has understood and healed and mastered in psychedelic space. So we don't have to go into psychedelic space to receive the gifts and the wisdom that was received by others in psychedelic space. The vibration of the music already holds that. And so I know many people who are very uncomfortable or anxious or nervous about working with psychedelics and and that is absolutely a valid feeling and experience this music is like a bridge into the healing that a community experienced in that recording of that album with East Forest and so you can give yourself you, you can give yourself like delicious, beautiful, sacred gift of connecting with the energy of psilocybin, with the energy of psychedelic healing, without ever having to experience the physical, the physical feeling of it. It's, it's there in the sound. It's a sound healing. And I, I feel like we're just at the edges of understanding new ways of healing. You know, when I created Light Medicine, I Am Light Medicine, right as the pandemic was starting, I knew what was moving through me and being shared in audio through these meditations I made. It was a new way of bringing light into the body to heal the body. And that the frequency, the sound of my voice in those recordings was the transmitter of that light. And for those who were ready to receive it, the light could bypass the Western medicine world, the traditional ways of healing. It was, it was a direct way into infinite embodiment through visualizing light. Sound is the same way, and psychedelic record, recording, sound recordings in psychedelic spaces with powerful, beautiful space holders, that's, that's next level of what is going to be possible for the human experience. And and it's already available. You can listen to it now. <laughs> so I encourage you to put on the music, close your eyes, lay down, be still, and surrender to the flow of the music. It is absolutely, profoundly ethereal and beautiful and grounded and waiting for you. So I offer my deepest gratitude to East Forest and all of those who have worked with him in medicine space for what you have brought through to the rest of us. I have received such love and healing and soothing through your creations and I am forever grateful for that. So, in, <laughs> in the album. Anything else? Just looking at my notes. Okay, Sunday. This is the last one, and then we'll wrap up. Sunday, I am hosting my community call, energy realignment. Uh, I call it being with Viv, and it's the second Sunday of every month at 10 a.m. Eastern. And I sit in my bedroom in my little blue chair, 
and I tune in to source and flow through a healing that is always exactly what those on the call say that they most needed. Because it's not me, it's a source moving through me. In the way that I've mastered translating, it's so much fun. It's an hour and it feels like it's five minutes and and I just feel the words that want to come through and I can see where in our bodies we need to release some energy. The focus of the call is to bring the body and the mind and the soul into harmony and soothe, smooth out any bumpy places and then align ourselves for what the soul most wants to create or experience in the next month. And so we're doing that on Sunday. It's $11. <laughs> Being with Viv. It's like, give up your Sunday cup of coffee at Starbucks <laughs> and just lay on a couch or a bed and tune in with me. And it's magic. Those are magic. They're also recorded. So if you can't do it live, you can always listen to the recording later. So yeah, that is where we are. I am trusting in divine timing and surrendering into the flow of what most serves today, what most serves right now, knowing that the documentary is already unfolding and the festivals already exist and my energy is just aligning, centering up with that flow. So may my journey continue to inform yours. I encourage you, if you find anything of value in this time that we spend together, share it with someone that you love who you think might benefit from the same conversation. And then have a conversation with that person that you shared it with and see what the two of you have in common that you perhaps didn't know about before, but here's this bridge in what I'm sharing. And let's, as I say in the outro, let's spread this love, this pure consciousness out into all of our relationships and communities. I mean, you're going to hear that again in a moment. <laughs> oh, thank you for spending time with me, you beautiful soul in a human body. It is such a gift to be walking this planet at this time with each one of you. So, so much love. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.